Hey friend, I'm Kimber, and you are listening to Setting the Tone, a podcast for beauty professionals who are ready to do things differently in our industry. Join me as I share tips and proven strategies to help you define and perfect the very first building block in your business, your brand. You'll learn by listening that a memorable brand is more than the pretty stuff, and I'm excited to dive in deep with you to create perception and make your special sauce absolutely irresistible. Are you ready? Let's set the tone together. Hey friend, welcome back to this week's episode of Setting the Tone. In today's episode, we're going to be actually figuring out what the heck a brand is and what the key differences are between what you may think makes up your brand and what actually comes together to create it. Brand identity is often one of the most misunderstood aspects of your business, in my opinion, and arguably the most crucial. These concepts that we talk about today go across all industries, not just the salon industry, but of course, I will be touching on my experience as a stylist and salon owner, as well as touching on some key points I have taken away from some brand strategy coaching clients. So let's get into it. I want to know if you have heard the phrase on brand before. And what does it actually mean to you? I know that when I first started on my own as a sweet stylist, I had this mindset that people would just keep coming into my salon space as long as they loved what I loved. And while that strategy does sometimes work, just rolling with cheetah print everywhere and only playing Taylor Swift music and asking everybody who comes through the door what their house is would not create the experience that my most aligned customer was looking for. It would create the experience that most of my friends were looking for. Even if cheetah print and Taylor Swift pretty much make up over half of my personality, what I had to learn was that it was imperative to get into the mind of my most aligned client. I know that um, there was one point in my life where I realized that my friends couldn't afford me anymore at that at the stage of life that we were all in, and that was totally fine. So I had to stop marketing to them, and I had to just stop doing everything that we like to do. When we say that something is on brand, do we just mean we like it a lot and it should automatically become an element in our business strategy? Or do we mean that this on brand thing, and I put on brand in quotation marks, actually connects and solves problems for an aligned audience? There are actually three different parts to this perception that we create for an audience. Um, And within those three big pieces, there's so many little pieces, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, We are going to go over the key differences between a brand, branding, and brand identity. Those are the three pieces. Chances are you are accidentally trying to mesh these together um, when they all really play a different role in your business and should be used correctly, strategically, and specifically to create a successful brand strategy. A brand, unfortunately, is not my undying love for cheetah print as much as I wish it were that easy. And a brand doesn't include your very on-trend use of large serif, all caps, fonts, and your graphics. A brand is the immediate perception an audience has when they think of you. For example, when you think of Starbucks, what is the immediate first thought that you have about the company without thinking too deeply about it? For me, I think of convenience. 
I can place an order while I'm getting ready to head out and it'll be ready for me when I arrive and it's typically extremely consistent. I would also say that my first perception of Starbucks is that they are reliable. Aside from the occasional crazy day, I can always count on the same usual to be ready for me when I get there. Usually the same staff is working. They seem to not have crazy amounts of turnover at my location. It's just an all around pleasant experience nearly every time. I surveyed some of my clients to ask what words come to their mind when they think of my salon, and some of the responses included comfortable, safe, and one of my clients straight up said that I th- that when they think of Tone Salon, they think of Neiman Marcus, which I had a little giggle about because that is such a huge compliment, I think. Anyway, you can think of your brand as the way people talk to you when you're not even in the room. I tell my coaching students that in today's world, they're naive to think that they're the only hairstylist their clients follow, but are you the one that they think of and why? It's because they connect with you. Think about what makes up that connection and you will know exactly what your brand is. It's that emotion that is invoked by a future customer or even a current customer when they think of your business. Your brand is also a promise that you deliver on. Our tagline at Tone is no bad hair days, and we absolutely mean that. The basis of our mission is client education so that they can maintain their hair at home and feel confident all of the way until their next visit. So think about what you promise your guests and are you consistently delivering on that promise every time in the same exact manner. Your brand is a relationship and it's absolutely defined by emotion and connection. It is how a company expresses itself. It is completely intangible. So if we go back to the cheetah print example, the reason that cheetah print doesn't work as a brand element is because it does nothing for the relationship between me and my audience. However, it does evoke a feeling of fun or excitement and fun as a defining, a defining brand trait for my business behind the chair. That sense of like fun inner child is actually very on brand for me. If I could think of something that was on brand, it would be that just like fun, comfortable element. While your brand is based on emotion, your branding is all about how you market aspects of your brand. It is how you will show aligned clients what your point of difference is and how you will start to send out these little connection bids to see if any of them stick with future guests. It is both tangible and intangible because it takes that core message for how you help people that we developed in our brand and it gives it life. It is essentially the process of having a strategic solution for a client and backing it up with identity, which are both recognizable pieces of your brand that spark the emotion that clients are supposed to feel and the perception that they have when they think of your business or your brand. We talked in the beginning of the episode about how we were going to dive into the three big pieces of like your, your brand strategy, which is your brand, branding, brand identity. Your branding itself is made up of four other key components, which I know I touched on earlier that we're going to be just diving even deeper. There's another level. We're going a a little bit deeper. Come with me. So your branding is made up of your positioning, your personality, your pretty stuff, and your performance. 
your pretty stuff is more of those like visual elements, like the way that your social media looks, um, your website design, things like that. Uh, so when I say pretty stuff, just know that that's what I mean. And then performance to me is something that I think is almost individual to service industries, but we're going to talk about that later. But those four things make up your branding. And if you can nail these four things very strategically and specifically, you'll create a recipe for your salon or spa sauce that is completely irresistible. And no matter how much it is imitated by others, it can never be replicated because it was finessed with your brand, which is that perception when you aren't necessarily around in mind the entire time. Can you start to see the different pieces of a business's brand and how they can complement each other? I think we're often treating a brand as one big Hershey bar with one texture and one flavor. But when you think of all of the different elements that go into it, you actually end up with something more like a Twix bar And if we're talking about candy, I generally think that Twix bars are better than Hershey bars. It's just a little more exciting to the palate. So when you have a well-constructed brand, all of those elements create a better place on the palate than necessarily a one-level flavored situation. Okay, so on to the last third of our candy bar, brand identity. Brand identity is completely tangible and it's sensory based. It's it's everything that you can see, touch, taste, feel, all of those things. And includes the visual elements as well as the personality of your brand. And these things are what you actually use to influence the perception that future guests have of your business. So let's say when people currently think of your brand, they think of a place where they will go in, see lots of plants or crystals, or you may even have tarot readings in your space. It is an almost ethereal perception that your clients have of your business that then one day you're just not into that anymore. So you throw out the crystals and the cards and you decide to create a more minimalist express experience, or maybe you're even going for something with a more luxury vibe. So you change out the decorations and you may even shift the way that you're writing captions or creating graphics on your social. And all of a sudden your clients who thought you were the go-to for taking the time to read their energy and they're now going to have to digest a new perception of what you do. Sometimes that can be tricky because it, the, it starts to spark a little bit of negative feedback. These people that all kind of leaned on you because of what you provided or what your secret sauce is, now they're like, well, what... What, what was I actually buying into this entire time almost? And I'm not saying that complete rebrands can't happen. What I'm saying is that this is all part of your identity. And if your brand message was solid and your branding was solid, then the identity wouldn't have to evolve so uh, like like flip from one side of the one side of the spectrum to the other, if you know what I'm saying. So all, all of this is identity. If your brand identity is done right, it almost never actually changes unless you do like an entire rebrand. And if it does change, but your messaging remains the same, you may lose the right perception of your business from outsiders. So let's say that like the messaging of your brand was essentially the same, but then the identity solely relied in those crystals and tarot card readings. So you're now when you switch that identity, it's like people still understand that you're that you are the go to person for reading energy, but they're starting to lose that perception based on what they're surrounded by in your space. I hope that we're catching on that all makes sense. It is so critical to really take your time with this identity piece. Brand identity should remain consistent and evolve in an almost linear way as trends and consumer behavior changes, not what we like and dislike changes. 
Brand identity is what your business will eventually be known for, right? So when you think of like the golden arches, you are, I don't even have to say the business and you already know what it is. When I think of like a green circle with black little lines in it, and I think it used to be surrounded by headphones. I don't know if it is anymore. And you go into the app and it's all black and green. I hope you're thinking of Spotify, but that's what I think of when I think of that. That's, that's all brand identity. I'm trying to think of, I love this stuff. So I'm trying to think of a couple more examples. When we look at, you know, the green mermaid lady on a cup, where do, where does our head automatically go? So just think like brand identity, these elements, your color palette, the visuals, the personality, those are the things that you're eventually going to be known for. Even the smells of your space are part of your identity. When you used to walk into Abercrombie and Fitch as a teenager, and I'm pretty sure they still have the same scent thumping through. It's just a little more elevated and upgraded these days and probably isn't just made of pure chemicals. When you walked into Abercrombie and Fitch, there was a smell, like, you know, that smell. Um, when you walk into Chick-fil-A, I feel like there's a vibe. These are all part of that brand identity. The location of your business, the music you play, the types of products you carry, how you show up for work every day. These are all details that have nothing to do with your logo, your color palette, your fonts, or even your Canva templates, but have everything to do with brand identity. Think of like when I go to the music, when I think of music that plays in a store and I'm, I'm just going back to when I was like at the mall all the time, which it's been probably a decade or so. Um, I would walk into one store and they'd be playing. I'm just going to think of the two stores and then you try to guess which, what, which ones I'm thinking of. So I'd walk into one store and they are playing like uh, beach music. Like they're like the OC is everywhere. Laguna beach, the Hills, they're playing all the songs that would play throughout those shows. And I personally, as a teenager, wouldn't buy anything when I was there, but I would leave and go into the store that was playing like death metal, punk rock, everything was super dark and grungy. And I felt like I was in my place. So you can probably think of what those two stores are. And both of those, uh, even soundtracks that they popped into the CD player every day at work, those are part of the brand identity. So you want to make sure that those are done right so that you're attracting and being magnetic to the people that you want to attract and repelling the people that you don't want to attract. And that's that's all I've got for you today. I think that that's enough information. <laughs> you will now officially start paying attention way too often to not only the elements of your brand, but the brands you choose for your family every single day. It is a part of my brain that I'm often obsessed with. I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed with it and I'm, I'm okay with not being able to turn it off. And I hope that by exploring the concepts of your brand, branding, and brand identity, you've gained a deeper understanding of the crucial role they play in shaping your entire business perception. So to recap, we've learned that a brand is the emotions people have when they think of your business. Branding is the process of creating a unique image and, and perception. And brand identity is the manifestation of that perception. And it encompasses visual elements such as logos, colors, and typography, as well as your messaging, your tone, and your experience. So it's important to note that while these concepts are closely related, they serve different purposes and require different approaches. Branding is a strategic process that requires careful planning and research, while brand identity is the creative expression of that strategy. And I think that's why a lot of time as salon professionals or spa professionals or whatever you do in the beauty industry, we tend to go feel like we have, we're more comfortable with the identity piece because it's creative when really the strategic process that requires 
careful planning and research, which is branding, or even just figuring out your brand messaging framework is often way harder, but way more crucial. By prioritizing both branding and brand identity and your brand, you can completely be magnetic as a beauty professional. You can build customer loyalty and ultimately scale to the sky and beyond. And I'm so excited for you to do that. So that's it for this episode. And something that I want to just ask of you, please make sure that you screenshot and share if you got any takeaways today. I not only want to connect with you and go even deeper on this topic because it excites me so much, but also this is how we can help our community grow together and truly set the tone for this industry. So with that, have an amazing week and remember friend, you've got this.